music you know you want to play there we go what's happening everybody welcome to film junkie live oh yeah there you go see i'm even saying hello right there how about that see i'm saying hello twice it's very crazy right it's like a weird illusion anyways what's going on everybody the film junkie live on may 9th monday the end of monday thank god right actually i had a very relaxed day today compared to like the past month and a half Holy crap, it was a nice, relaxed day. Who is out there? What's going on, Mr. Lane? Good to see you, buddy. Good to see any of your videos you post online. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. I will say that. Hello, Miss Noitalk. Miss Steph, how you doing? How you doing? Comedy videos. Seems the Avatar trailer looks amazing. And we'll be talking about that at the end of the show, of course. Towards the end. Say what's going on, Mr. Jesse. Mr. Jesse, what's going on, Music Man? Uh, good to see you. Selena, always good to see you, too. What's going on, Mr. J.D. McRae? What's happening? Jose, what's going on? Hope you... Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely had a good Mother's Day. Hopefully you guys did, too. Said, say, say, say the things in person that you would say on a post. That's all, I, that's all I ask. You know, when people, like, post all this stuff, I'm like, say that to your mom in person. <laughs> Just say it to her in person, you know? But yeah, we had a we had a good uh, Mother's Day, of course. Let's see, we got <laughs> Jeez, special case says yeah. some choice words. Mr. Eric Patterson, how's it going? Let's see, I saw you uh, there. You are, hoy hoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Always good to see you, buddy. Hello, darling. How's it going? Sup? What's going on, collector of worlds and everybody else who's out there? Uh, oh, there we go. There we go. Miss uh, Rosemary's right there. Good to see you. Alrighty. So thank you guys for tuning in or clicking in, I, as I usually say. Let's go ahead and turn that stuff off. Um, but yeah, um, make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Uh, if you're watching it not live, guess what? I usually chapter it out. So if you want to fast forward, go ahead and do so. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. The notification bell is on. And if you want to become a member, you know, become a member. You know, just a small little added thing to help out the pirate ship a little bit and do a members only stream now you know I, I used to do it on tuesdays now i pushed it to wednesday so every wednesday do a post show members only stream and then if there's anything else you know i used to do post show videos every now and again but uh that was that was when i was like more in the know with like more things that were happening now i'm not so much but you know what can you do there's some things though like i mean we're gonna talk about this it wasn't gonna be the main topic but i f figured fuck it now that this whole like rumor about um, this is it's a ridiculous rumor too. That's why we're gonna talk about it about Ezra. I mean, we've talked about it before and everything, but you know, we're just gonna talk about it a little more because now there's like another whole little rumor out there that's ridiculous and everything. But and we'll talk about Doctor Strange some more. We'll talk about this guy right here, Mr. Martin Freeman, who had an interview talking about Black Panther two. We haven't really heard too much about Black Panther two, but he has some interesting words about Black Panther 2 that's going to provide a little bit of concern. Just we'll say that. Some of the concerns that we were thinking about when it comes to the fact that there's no Chadwick Boseman, no actual T'Challa in Black Panther 2. It's very interesting. And then, of course, the uh, Avatar 2, The Way of the Water uh, trailer. Finally got released online, so we'll break it down. We'll do all that stuff. 
at everything. That's more people coming in right here. Hi, Linda. Oh, I didn't have the chat thing on. Hi, how's it going? And then we got Mr. Shamagic right here. What's going on, sir? Always a treat to see uh, your videos when I get onto the my, my Instagram. And hopefully you guys are following Mr. Shamagic, that's for sure. But yeah, good weekend. Uh, I apologize for no vodka stream. Yeah, there ended up being no vodka stream because obviously I went to, uh, I mean, you guys saw that I went to a tribute. And I have a couple videos that will be on the tweets. Um, yeah, on Friday, just went to see a Foo Fighters tribute band and a Pearl Jam tribute band couldn't miss that it was local it was great it was cool and um had a lot of fun and then i thought about doing one on saturday but it was more most likely going to be like a doctor strange 2 spoiler discussion but i don't think enough people that i would have you know had in the circle and plus it was saturday so it's just kind of like all right and then i was like you know what i'm going i'm leaving i need to, i'm gonna get out of the apartment i'm gonna get out of the apartment more i'm, I'm here too much cabin fever Apartment fever, whatever. But anyway, so good weekend. Hopefully you guys did too. And mama, ooh, that's right. Cheers to uh, the moms out there. Happy uh, Mother's Day, you know, day later, but still happy Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's right. My brother actually made dinner last night um, for uh, for Mother's Day. So we went to his house and uh, did all that. Had some tri-tip, had a baked potato, some cheese bread. That's right. It's delicious. And then I brought over a Marie Callender's satin chocolate pie. I almost said cream pie, but that just sounds weird if I said it like that. But at the same time, you know, everybody just, you know, we giggle if you say that. But it was delicious. Absolutely delicious. Tell you, I mean... And I was trying to find it. I was trying to find like because, you know, I was instructed to bring the dessert and I brought over this satin chocolate pie and it was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, but yes. So thank you to all the mothers out there. You know, let's say, and you know what I should suggest too is uh, um, yesterday I actually watched a, uh, a Netflix special from Christina Pazinski, who's married to Tom Segura called Mom Jeans, who got released yesterday. Perfect, you know, because she's a mom and. It's called Mom Jeans, and if you listen to their podcast, you understand why. But excellent, excellent, uh, excellent comedy special. So if you want to laugh a little bit, and um, yeah, do yourself a favor and do that. All right, let's get the show started. Let's get that at tweets, huh? Let's get through these tweets. All right, do I got? Oh man, I always do that. I always have the uh, the little thing on right there. Get out of there. Get out of there. All right, here we go. All right, forgot to switch the thing to him. But anyways, we're here. That's all that matters. All right, we want to see a Batman the Animated Series uh, Star Wars edition right here. Hey, look at that. That's pretty cool art right there. Rick Sellis right here making that, you know, Jabba, Clayface, Alfred, C-3PO. We got, of course, naturally you have Luke that's going to be, um, that's going to be, um, um, yeah, Luke, you know, Joker, Luke, Mark Hamill, yes. Batman is Darth Vader. We got Harley Quinn is, yeah. As uh, Harley, yeah, Harley Quinn as Leia, and then of course we have uh, Red Hood right there as Han, and then <laughs> Bane. <laughs> you know, got Chewbacca wearing the Bane mask. I thought that was pretty cool right there. I dug that. And then yes, guys, um, you know, there's going to be a little bit of update when it comes to the Black Black Adam reshoots. There's uh, there's you know Dwayne Johnson just looking like a fucking behemoth, like a monstrosity of a person just towering over. People and his fucking arms are as big as my whole entire body. Guy's freaking huge. 
And uh, he's wearing, he's doing his best Bane impression, you know. I mean, he could have been Bane, but, you know, whatever. But, yeah, he said, uh, great to be back on the set of Black Adam with 250-plus talented crew filmmakers as we gear up to put some final details and last touches on our movie before we lock and deliver. I'm here with my Black Adam director, I, I can never say his name right, Haum Colette Sierra, black shirt, and one of the lead VFX editors, Christian uh, Maldick, Maldick, Maddick, <laughs> hmm. as yeah, so basically just given, uh, yeah, I've dialed in my diet and training intensity for weeks now to prepare, so I'm feeling good, well yeah, what's your diet, what is your diet, are you eating like full on horses, I mean what's going on here man, jeez, motherfucker, it's just huge, and then we got right here, uh, remember this right here, Zack Snyder, me as a uh, zombie bestman, Luke, right there. Always awesome. Always awesome to bring that back. And then we got uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I tell you what, Benedict Cumberbatch, with all the bullshit that we've been seeing lately with celebrities and all the shit, you know, the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, the Will Smith, Jada Pinkett, you know, just all this kind of stuff. It's always nice to see just somebody who just seems like he's just having fun. And Benedict Cumberbatch was having a lot of fun on his press tour. So here's Benedict Cumberbatch doing an impression of Sam Raimi. And I always love stuff like this. It's hilarious. Then, and then this happens. And then you come over here. And then this thing comes in. And I want you really mean at the camera. And then we got to zoom in with the camera. And then, yeah, cut. Uh, <laughs> then, and then this happens. And then you come over here. And then this thing comes in. And I want Cherish this man. He's a treasure. The man's a treasure. Come on. He definitely is. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. And then speaking of treasure, oh, my Lord. Well, there's, of course, Miss Wanda herself, Miss Scarlet Witch, wearing a yellow dress. And, um, yeah, again, it just, it just amazes me that she is related to the Olsen twins. Crazy, crazy. But, yes, absolutely looking gorgeous right there. Why not? And then we got this uh, crazy shot right here of Brian De Palma and Martin Scorsese right here. That's right. And I love the the, the caption. Brian De Palma dressed as as a Scorsese character and Martin Scorsese dressed as a De Palma character. I thought that was pretty funny right there. But yeah, look at that classic little shot. Classic directors right there. This is pretty cool. Obviously, it was Henry Cavill's birthday a couple a few days ago. This I thought this was a cool little poster right here. I like that. I like that a lot. It's cool. It's cool. All right, keep on going. Um, like uh, Mr. Lewis right here was, uh, he tweeted out about this. Apparently, this uh, this little girl right here, she um, she has cancer and it's spread to her kidney, and uh, she really wants to go to Disneyland. So if you guys caught this, hopefully you retweeted it, and hopefully something can be done. You know, last you know that just that sucks. Dealt a bad hand, but just wanted to talk about that. But yeah, she um, she wants to go to Disneyland. So hopefully that can be made happen. Okay, Disney people, just make it happen. Just please make it happen. Sad, sad stuff, man. Really kind of puts pr things in perspective when you think about stuff like that. It's like, God damn, what the hell? Especially when it comes to people like this. Now going back to the awful celebrity stuff, here's Amber Heard when she was blowing her nose after all the crying she's been doing on the stand. She pauses for a photo op. Because celebrities, you see this shit? Yep, yep. 
And how many, after you both you see how many sec? Okay, how many seconds? All right, here we go. One, two, three, four. About four, almost four returned. seconds. She just has to pause for that, uh, you know, to get that out there. My God, what a shit show, man! I tell you, so ridiculous. Oh yeah, I saw. I yeah, Jesse, Jesse, I saw. I saw that other video too. I didn't retweet it, but yeah, there's also another one too where she. It's very questionable. I don't know. It might be a little bit too much reaching, but it was very interesting because it looks like she like closes one nostril and does a sniff, which was very, yeah. I, that whole thing was interesting too. I scratched my head on that, but I don't know if that, if we're looking too up, too into it, but I don't know. It's, it's questionable. Questionable. And then, uh, let's see, while we're here, we got Green Lantern, Beware My Power. Um, if you guys saw this little trailer right here, I mean, you know, it's always the DC animation's always been good, but of course it's going to be featuring the John Stewart Green Lantern, and of course Green Arrow, and it's going to be something awesome, you know. Since we're waiting on that fucking goddamn Green Lantern show, if that's even still going to happen, but who knows? Ray Fisher coming out of the blue. Um, uh, thank God he hasn't called me up for having Sean O'Connell on my uh, vodka stream, anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ray Fisher, uh, a little did we know a new player has entered this little um, thing here with the involvement with the Justice League investigation, because it was said right here that Warner Brothers General Counsel John Rog Rogovin steps down exclusive. And uh, Ray Fisher said this is huge. This is a huge win for anyone that's undergone an investigation at Warner Brothers over the last 14 years. So not even just the Justice League one that happened. This is the last 14 years. John Rogovin's involvement in the Justice League investigation was subject of many conversations between myself and Warner Media, none of which were good. So tweeted that out. Apparently that was a good thing. We had no idea about this name. So yeah, like I said, something something new and different. Interesting. And then we got David Ayer. He's got a new movie lined up, which I love to see because I want more David Ayer, please. But, uh, yeah, David Ayer is aboard to direct Jason Statham, Jason Statham, in an action uh, movie, The Beekeeper, Cannes Market Hot Package. So, Jason Statham, David Ayer, coming together to make a movie. I will be there opening night, for sure. Sam Raimi says discussions have begun about a potential Darkman legacy sequel. Hey, if you haven't seen the Darkman series, I mean, yeah, the first one's really the golden goose. Um, but yeah, Liam Neeson, if he wants to come back, please let that happen. More Darkman. There's nothing wrong with that. I like that. And then Rosario Dawson, Dawson right here. Apparently, she didn't know that Mark Hamill was going to be on set. And this is her reaction seeing Mark Hamill on set. I mean, can you imagine that? You're just like, you know. You're playing this character. They probably didn't let her know that, hey, Mark Hamill's actually going to be physically on set to kind of do to act scenes with you because you're going to act with the real Luke Skywalker. And look at her reaction. Face says it all. She is us. It's good. And then she tweeted about it, of course, too. Uh, let's read. She saw that. Of course, she saw my first reaction. Uh, Sam Raimi showed up at the El Capitan Theater. Surprise people. That's I love that. I love that actors and directors are doing that now. It's great. Absolutely fantastic. Really like that. Drag me to hell. That's been trending, too, because of Sam Raimi. And if you haven't seen Drag Me to Hell, do yourself a favor. Watch Drag Me to Hell. Top notch Raimi right there. 
And then, you know what? This, I, I, I swear to God, man. Did you guys watch the new, uh, the season five, Cobra Kai? Okay, what I, I, I still I'm still with every studio, with every studio out there trying to reboot an IP, how is it that the karate kid IP is working so well as a reboot? Maybe because it's just it really kept everybody came back, first off, and it just kept the campiness. I don't know. It started off on YouTube Red. That's what's so funny about that. And now it's on Netflix. But it's just crazy how we're in season five of Cobra Kai. How the fuck has this franchise reboot just worked so goddamn well? I mean, I'm not saying it's like, you know, oh my God, it's the best thing ever. But at the same time, but it's just, it's just so goddamn enjoyable. I don't get it. Like, it's like how it wasn't, it wasn't supposed to work, but it works. Season five, crazy. But yeah, so they released a trailer for it. Is that Blue Beetle? I think it was Blue Beetle. Um, Yeah, but it's just crazy how much it works. I know. It is so good, right? I mean, I don't get... I remember when I first watched it on YouTube Red, the first season. I'm like, this is going to be ridiculous. This is going to be stupid. This ain't going to last. And I went, and I just couldn't stop watching. And then after watching that first season, I went, all right, how the fuck did they make that work? And they just keep on making it work. Man. But, you know, it's just like... I mean, that, I mean look at that right there. <laughs> you got Daniel's arch... You know... Karate Kid Part 2 and Karate Kid Part 3 villains right there. Of course, he's it's just, what the hell, man? Everybody coming back and doing their shit. It's just so great. It's just so great. God, it's amazing. Amazing. I love it. But that's what I love about that. Hey, here's Moon Knight kicking some ass, which I thought was cool. On the fucking finale right there. Uh, if you guys, you guys ever remember watching a movie called Stay Tuned? If you haven't watched the movie, there's a movie that came out like in 1990 or 1991 called Stay Tuned. I think it was 1991, possibly 92, but it's great. John Ritter, may he rest in peace, one of the greats, icons, comedy greats. Started in a movie where he gets sucked, sucked into a TV that he got delivered to him or he got sold to him by the devil. Okay? Sounds cheesy as fuck, but it's so great. If you haven't seen Stay Tuned, do yourself a favor. Watch, stay tuned. So good. There's one. I mean, when 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 that when I watched this this movie when we rented it. Remember when we used to rent movies, you know, from the video store. Um, I love this movie so much, and I haven't watched it in years. I got to watch it again. So great. And uh, anyways, so there you go. There's that. Uh, I'm gonna keep going. Um, Jamie Foxx, you know, just doing Jamie Foxx things and just being like, just talking again. Time. What'd you say? Damn, man, they ran up on the stage. Dave Chappelle's impression. I was incensed. Pow, nigga. <laughs> Thank you for Jamie, for Jamie Foxx. If you're ever in trouble, if you're ever in trouble, Jamie Foxx will show up with a sheriff hat. And all the other comedians just stood there. They're waiting on me to die. So they can take over. I'll see you, Chris Rock. It'll never happen. <laughs> Man's, man's too talented, right? Jeez, he could sing, he can act, he can just do fucking so many things. And then it's like, oh, yeah, he could just bust out impressions like no other. So always good. You want to hear something creepy? Here's what a black hole sounds like. 
Yeah. So there you go. That's what a black hole sounds like. To me, it sounds like somebody has the microphone covered at a NASCAR race. Maybe. I don't know. No, probably not. But yeah, that's what a black hole sounds like, if you want to know. <laughs> Just saying. Mm. Uh, and then compared to uh, Doctor Strange 2, to the opening Thursday right here, it came in, look at when it comes to uh, the other superhero movies, No Way Home, 50, and then, you know, it made $36 million on the Thursday night show, and so No Way Home beat it. The Batman was 21, Internals was 9.5, Shang-Chi was 8.8, and then Black Widow was actually 13.2, which is weird. But yeah. Yeah, that's a fun noise, right? Yeah. And then I'm looking forward to this. This looks interesting. You got uh, you got Randall Park and Melissa Fumero in Blockbuster, a comedy series about the last Blockbuster location in the world. God, I miss going to Blockbuster. There's just something about going into Blockbuster or Hollywood Video or your local you know video store. It was Video Fox over here. So man, there's just something about it. Man, I miss those days. They need to have virtual reality where you actually go rent a movie. And you're walking into a blockbuster. Look at this right here. Remember this? This scaled model of the war machine. The tank. Right here. Obviously from uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Look at that thing. <laughs> I want it so bad. Oh, I want it. Look at that thing. Even got the fucking the mutants right there. Man, that is so cool. The latch is open. Oh, I want that so bad. From Prime Run Studio. I thought this was cool right here. The three Batmen right there standing and their capes are flowing. It's pretty cool. All right. Keep on going. Uh, Sophia Batella, she's been posting some stuff. We got a smiley face. Obviously reference to Watchmen right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. I don't know if he's directed anything before. Does anybody know if he's directed things before? But Michael Keaton is going to be, uh, he's going to direct and star in Knox Goes Away, a noir thriller. That's all you got to tell me. Michael Keaton, noir thriller, I'm already there. You already have my money. Directing? He's directing too? Well, Jesus Christ, can I pay twice? Um, a noir thriller follows a contract killer who, after diagnosed with a fast-moving form of dementia, is presented with the opportunity to redeem himself by saving the life of his estranged son. Is his son going to be Dylan O'Brien? <laughs> Stop it. I, you know what? There was nothing wrong with that movie that they were in. I think the, the, you know, the direction of that movie. So, but anyways, I'm all for this right here. Just saying. I want that. And this is pretty cool right here. Have a killer weekend. I like that. All the, uh, you know, the iconic killers right here. Driving in uh, uh, the mystery machine. I like that. I like that a lot. Mother Nature's crazy. Look at that. Okay. We just heard a black hole. And then look at that. My God. Yeah. Just stuff like that. I always love it when stuff like this shows up on my timeline because you just, it, it reminds you like, holy shit. Like, look at Mother Nature right there. That is insane. Absolutely insane. Huh. But yeah, so here's, uh, here's, uh, here's the Foos Fighters right here. Um, the lead singer definitely had the Dave Grohl look, and they were pretty damn good. They were pretty damn good. So here's a little bit of taste right here. Of course, the audio wasn't that great. I think I had the mic covered too much. But yeah. It was pretty good. And of course, he was wearing a Taylor Hawkins shirt. 
And I was like, every time I kept, I got a glimpse of that shirt, I kept getting fucking teary-eyed, man. So, but that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. But man, I tell you what, this dude right here, when it came to, when it came to the, um, the Pearl Jam band called the Ten Band, this guy, I mean, uh, and we were wondering, we were wondering, like, what, is this guy, is he going to be able to do an Eddie Vedder? Well, listen to this motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, I would say that he can actually carry that Eddie Vedder tone, man. Very impressive. Very impressive right there, man. Tell you what. And then let's, uh, if you have a drink on you, raise it up. Um, we didn't get to, you know, have time to talk about this, of course. But yes, Mr. George Perez died at the age of uh, 67. Cancer. Fuck cancer. Hashtag fuck cancer. But yeah, one of the greats. One of the greats uh, when it comes to... Um, you know, all the, all the many, the books, the crisis on infinite, you know, all, you know, we, we, you know, whatever, we know, we pick a book, we you know that of his, and we all heard, uh, you know, a few months ago that he was diagnosed with cancer and, uh, he did finally pass away. So cheers to, uh, George Perez and, uh, condolences to the Perez family, man. Ah, uh, ah, uh, Hey mama film junkies here. Hi mom. And uh, look at this. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3 has wrapped filming. So James Gunn took to Twitter and he said after over 100 days of shooting and over 3,000 shots, this is the slate for the final shot of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 presented to me by the camera crew. Um, it was an easy shot of Rocket seated first with Sean Gunn and then nothing there and took everything in me not to break down sobbing on the spot. That's it. That's it for James Gunn shooting uh, Gardens of the Galaxy 3. Should be good. Um, hey, look at Bruce Campbell in the 90s. Yeah, he would have been a good 90s uh, Doctor Strange. I think so. I think so. Uh, this guy, this, look at this guy right here. If you guys have seen Tangled, I mean, the horse, the horse is, is the horse entangled, right? Tangled. That's right. That's what it's called. The, the, uh, yeah. Tangled, right? Yeah. Um, the horse, this guy makes all the faces of the horse. I mean, it's pretty fucking hilarious. I mean, everything people are, you know, come on. Yeah. Get on him. Look at how fast that is. Perfect editing. I like that. I like stuff like that. Oh, you guys want to? Oh, man, I can't really show too much of this, though, because it's ABC. But here's a video right here of um, of uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Jeffrey Dean talking about possibly being the Flashpoint Batman. Man, I tell you. During the production of Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the Flash movie. Yeah. <laughs> See, of course, he plays coy. I mean, Let's go back to that. Yeah. No, I, I, said, no, I don't know anything. You yeah. That's the thing, man. I mean, we're going to be talking about The Flash, but one of the things that we did want to see was we wanted to see him be that Flashpoint Batman. And you better believe that there was conversations about it. See, I'm kind of curious about how all that went about. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and curious to see Michael Keaton show back up. But at the same time, I wanted to see Jeffrey Dean in his fucking own, you know, flashpoint Batman costume. So I don't know. Uh, this was pretty funny right here too. Um, lightsaber version of, uh, of this. Oh. Yeah. 
It's pretty cool. But then it's the funniest part about this video is when he like blacks out <laughs> and then he wakes up as as Poe. <laughs> ah, that was good. Come on. People are crafty. People are crafty. Ugh. All right. So what the fuck is happening here? I'm just wondering what is happening here. I don't even know. I don't know the con. I mean, I don't know the full context. I know she was talking about things and, you know, I just, I, this part right here. My dog stepped on a bee. Objection relevance. My, my dog stepped on a bee. My dog stepped on a bee. What is that face? I just, you know, it's tr very much not trying to take any sides, but it's, ugh. what is happening? I, I, you know what? I mean, I've stepped on a bee. Guys, the very first time that I've ever been stung by a bee, I stepped on it with my bare foot. It was in our house. I was taking a drink of something, probably Kool-Aid or something like that, orange juice, whatever. And I stepped on a bee and it hurt like hell. I dropped my drink and I started hopping around, wailing like, it. you know, it hurts. I get it. But what the fuck? Like, what is this even, you know? I just, yeah, I, I, I just... You know, when it comes to this whole thing, you know, I, I and there's a chance because when you actually think about what is happening here and in having conversations with others, you know, the whole case about the defamation and everything and Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, I think, was really just going, hey, and him and his legal team are just kind of going, all right, you're probably not going to win the case because she didn't name you in the article or they didn't name you or whatever the fuck. They didn't name you in the defamation, you know article and everything like that but we can make you look really good and that's what's really happening here is like yeah johnny depp is probably most likely not going to win the case maybe you know of course people there be people that celebrate but it's not has not it has made his reputation look a lot better and hers a lot worse and i think that's what they were like going hey that's what we're gonna do here yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see what the verdict is but I would not be surprised if Johnny Depp doesn't win his case. But at the same time, he has kind of won his reputation back when it comes to a lot of the things that are on here. I, I just sometimes I just don't. Uh, uh, yes, I know, Jose. I know. I know you're, you're captured by her beauty, but you must you must settle down with that because I, I, I mean, what, what? My dog stepped on a bee. <laughs> <laughs> It's just bad. My dog stepped on a bee. <laughs> what? I just... I don't know. Anyways. Um, this is insane right here that somebody made. That's really bloody and... You have all these Spider-Men like dying and stuff. And then you got this going on right here. I don't want to show the whole thing because there's like weird stuff. Oh, Twitter fucked me anyways. Um, but yeah, there's this video right here that shows like uh, three different Spider-Man scenes of Peter dying, which is absolutely hilarious. Really hilarious. Um, this is cool right here showing some practical effects when it comes to that chase and the Batman. Gotta love that. And hey, look at this stud. Look at this handsome devil right here. Yeah, that's right. Saturday was Buster Posey Day. Yes, Dodger fans, the best catcher, well, one of the best catchers ever, 
Um, he retired way, way early. I mean, the guy very much looks like he could still be playing baseball, but he was never built like a catcher, even though he was such a great catcher. But yes, it was Buster Posey Day at uh, Giant Stadium on sa- on Saturday. And they, uh, yeah, would have been cool to be there. So, I mean, I think it was like a sold out crowd. I mean, look at the, look at those, look at those stats. Rookie of the year, most valuable player, batting title, three times no hitter caught. Perfect game cut, five-time Silver Slugger, one-time Golden Glove, seven-time All-Star, three-time, that's right, Dodger fans, three-time World Series champion, two-time NL Comeback Player of the Year. The man was a beast, okay? And now he has four kids, (laughs) so he had to retire. Um, So there you go. There you go. There you go. And this is adorable. If you wanted a a little cleanser right here, you got this little puppy, you know, seeing himself in the mirror the first time and kind of waving at himself. It's pretty I'm telling you, I love it when I when Twitter feeds me this stuff on my uh, on my uh, on my timeline as a little palate cleanser with all the fucking bullshit. Like, oh, there's just a cute little puppy just waving at himself. I love it. I mean, come on. That's adorable. Just adorable. Hey, look at this. And I really hope David F. Sandberg sees this. I really hope. And if you guys can go to my Twitter and then make sure, like, hey, let's let's make sure that David F. Sandberg sees this right here because I'm sure he would love the absolute shit of it. And maybe he has, and I haven't seen the update on it. But Sam Raimi really likes Shazam. Is there anything you've enjoyed as a fan just to casually watch in the theater and go, I can't believe that exists? Um, you mean in the Marvel superhero world? Any comic movie that you've gone like, I can't believe they did that. I, I was really impressed with Shazam. I couldn't believe they made a successful movie out of that character. It was really fun and funny. And, um, and yeah, that's awesome. Please, we got to make we got to make sure that Sandberg sees this because obviously the fact that Sandberg is also a horror director. Obviously, he he's probably been very much inspired by Sam Raimi. I mean, if you watch Shazam, I mean, there's very much, there's some Raimi-isms even in there, man. So, man, such a comfort movie, right, Meg? Yeah. And I just love the fact that Raimi is a fan. And he goes, I can't believe that they actually made that work because of David F. Sandberg. And then if you want to see, uh, again, going back to uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, um, this is like he hosted Saturday Night Live over the weekend, and this is him dancing before when they were about to Guy's a treasure. The guy's a treasure. He's just having fun. Just having fun. So when they were doing the whole introduction, the guy's just like dancing behind the stage before he goes on. Guy's got some moves, man. White boy's got moves. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. He's just having fun. I mean, I'm sure that's a lot of nervous energy, obviously. I do that too. I'm gonna be like nervous about doing something. Yeah, I'll dance. You guys haven't seen that. Well, you've seen me dance a little bit. But, yeah, just Benedict Cumberbatch just dancing around before he goes up on stage. It's really cool. And then, there you go, pops right out. Got to love that man. Got to love that man. (laughs) This made me laugh right here. People in Egypt going home after a long day at work (laughs) with, you know, the Moon Knight finale. (laughs) uh, I cracked up a little too hard at that. Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> and then this tweet right here. Oh, this tweet right here. 
This tweet right here got people pissed because if you guys saw Hereditary, I mean, Tony Colletti was like awesome in that. And it was like Happy Mother's Day. And like it was one of her best performances ever. And she's just like a fucking beast in this movie. She didn't get nominated. So a lot of people were pissed off that the Academy posted that because they did not nominate her. Man. Like, like the next day, this is what the Academy tweeted. Logging into Twitter today after tweeting about Tony Collette <laughs> in Hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. They, people were not upset about that. Yeah. Not, they were not happy about that. And there it is. There's Mama Film Junkie. Brought her a little gift and everything. Little candies and a uh, little stuffed animal. And, of course, a Happy Mother's Day balloon right there. Love you, Mom. So there she is right there. Good little selfie. Good little selfie right there. Precious. Precious. And we got that. Uh, let's see. Dance, dance, dance. Mama. Yeah. It's a pretty cool little poster right here. Art, art by Rudy Aeo1. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. We vote for... <laughs> Uh-oh. Whoa. What'd you do to Rust there, Jose? Oh, what did Russ say? What did Russ say? This is hilarious right here because you have you have a golden retriever that is very much afraid of Darth Vader. I've never had a dog that I could make look at the goddamn screen. Okay, how is it that people have dogs that actually pay attention to the TV? This dog right here is so freaked out about Vegas or Vegas Vader's entrance entrance to the Star Wars movie. And he hides behind the couch. I've never had a dog. I, I can never get a dog to look at the freaking screen. Look at that. Poor guy. He's like, what the hell is that? Man, that's good. And then um, going back to uh, Pearl Jam and Foo Fighters, man. The Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam, they uh, had a tribute to Taylor Hawkins at the forum on Saturday. The drummer came out from behind the drums and played guitar and sang a song that Taylor Hawkins sings for the Foo Fighters called Cold Day in the Sun. And that's just freaking awesome right there. I mean, yeah. So cheers again. I mean, man, it's still, God, still can't believe that that's the case. But yes, cheers to the cheers to Pearl Jam for for doing that. Drummer Mike Cameron, Matt Cameron right there. That is awesome. That is so freaking awesome right there. I love that. I absolutely love that. And sing the song that Taylor sings. That's just perfect. Speaking of Foo Fighters, this is them recording their third album right here when they were just three of them in the basement of Dave's home. So, And that's right, Wordle people. Got it in two tries. My brain was on top of it today. Just saying. My brain was working. Two tries. Gotta love that. And you also got to love this, too. Love Death Robots coming back for Volume 3. So the trailer got released. And uh, if you haven't watched if you haven't watched Love Death and Robots, <laughs> Love Death plus Robots, I don't know if it's and or plus, whatever, Love Death Robots. If you haven't watched it yet, you know, do yourself a favor. Um, if, you, if you do partake in the, uh, you know, smoke one or take an edible and then watch this shit, yeah, it's going to take you to a whole other fucking, yeah, dimension. Goddamn series is insane. Insane. And then here's a little look at the, there's going to be two prequel comics right here. Here's a look at the covers right here showing Cyclone, Justice League of Society, Files. And then, of course, you got Black Adam and you got Hawkman right there. So that's pretty cool. 
And hey, it could have happened. It could have happened at one point, right? A Mysterio, it was supposed to happen, right? A Mysterio. Bruce Campbell was going to play Mysterio. It's Sam Raimi Spider-Man. But Bruce Campbell said, probably not going to happen. Sadly. Yeah. What's on Netflix? Most anticipated original movies, according to IMDb. Look what's number four. Uh, Rebel Moon. That's right. Rebel Moon. So they're looking forward to Rebel Moon. I would say it's probably at the top of the list when it comes to all this. But yeah, but, you know, at least it's up there. Kevin Feige has said Miss Marvel's powers are not an exact translation from the comics. The whole article, of course, is on Empire. Yeah, a lot of people were talking about this today, too. The fact that it's not an exact translation. They have to make it work within the world. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of wondering why. I mean, I'm not big on the whole Miss Marvel lore, but... She's supposed to be stretchy and doing all that stuff, but then they made it all cosmic, like Green Lantern-like, which is interesting. So I don't know what their whole thing is going to be when it comes to Miss Marvel and how they're going to explain all that. I mean, of course they are, but I just have a feeling that this is going to be a miss. I think this that this is this show might be a miss, and then of course there's going to be backlash, like oh, you know, they're going to say all this kind of stuff because. You know, because of racism or misogyny, who knows what the hell they're going to use. They're going to throw that out. They're going to do it. You know, you know what they do. But I'm just kind of going like, um, I mean, I've we've watched, I think on Film Junkie Live, we watched like the trailer and it, it feels very, uh, very CW. Anytime that people compare things to CW, this really does. And I'm just kind of like, all right, I don't know. <sighs> Man, I don't know. Just, I don't know about this show. I really don't know about the show. Wanda getting, yeah, bloody Wanda. Uh, Yep, concept. Can we get that, please? Uh, I would very much like that. Again, look at that ass. Look at that ass. And then, of course, Ahsoka starts filming today. So there you go. And then you got Mr. J.K. Simmons with the two directors of Batgirl right there. So that's cool. I thought this was funny. It's been 13 years. Uh, homage right here from Spider Monkey. XX11. Evil Dead. Like it. Uh, apparently, Jonathan Levine will be directing a Dirty Dancing sequel starring Jennifer Grey. Why? Do we need um, Do we need a Dirty... Didn't they already try to do a Dirty Dancing sequel that was, what, Havana Nights or something like that? But now Jennifer Grey is coming back to do, uh, I guess, to get out of the corner. Has she been locked into the corner? Has Baby been locked into the corner for uh, so many years? I don't know. Um, I don't know why this needs to happen. Remember what happened? Like Jennifer Grey was kind of becoming like that kind of girl. She's in Ferris Bueller. She was in this movie. She was in um, Red Dawn. She was becoming that girl, and then she got a nose job, and her face completely changed, and people didn't recognize her. She was in, like, the first season of Friends. She played Rachel's best friend, who was her bridesmaid, who was marrying her the, the, the husband or the, 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 the fiancé that she was potentially going to marry, and she looked completely different. She doesn't look like the Jennifer Grey from the 80s anymore, so I don't know. It's like you don't have Patrick Swayze. Yay, you know, may he rest in peace. Why do we need a dirty... What is she going to... Okay, I don't even know what's going to be happening with this, but hey, whatever. 
whatever. Apparently, uh, course, according to Comedy Video 3S, I need a twerk for my fans. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. You know, even though we're talking about dirty dancing, and that qualifies. This is creepy looking, but apparently uh, it's photoshopped. But <laughs> I still think that half of these people are aliens and half of them are robots. I think um, Mark Zuckerberg is a little bit of both. A little bit of both. And we got a Blue Beetle. Uh, we got the Blue Beetle logo right here on this. Um, I don't know. This. It's not really a bottle. It's a certain kind of bottle. But yeah, day one. Harvey Gillian right here doing that. And we got, of course, a shot of Nigma's Island right here in Batman Forever. Of course, it was all models, which was great. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Gotham uh, Gotham Knights video game. Apparently, something's coming out tomorrow at 6 a.m. Probably a new trailer for Gotham Knights. I love this shot right here. We got Red Hood. We got Nightwing. This looks pretty damn cool. This is going to get me to buy a console. I'll start doing that kind of stuff. And then here we got Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Look at that suit. We get the full suit. I don't think we've seen the entire suit, right, of Black Adam. And I love the fact that he used black and white. You know, black and white is always awesome, really. Black and white is great. Um, but here's the entire suit right here. Obviously, for the reshoots that they're doing, he still looks like in top, top form. But that suit looks really good in this shot. Really good. Dwayne Johnson taking a page, taking a page out of Zack Snyder's book. And I know a lot of people are really hoping, me included, that is he looking at Henry Cavill's Superman? Is he looking at him? Please. Warner Brothers Discovery. Just let it happen. Is it going to happen? Probably not. I'm not trying to get anybody's hopes up. But, of course, we would love to see that maybe they were shooting some kind of tease also, an additional photography that had Superman also there too, and maybe like there was something, but I highly, highly doubt it. I don't want to be like rain on the parade. It would be awesome, but I just don't think that that's going to be the case. Time will tell, but as of right now, that suit looks fucking tits. Looks tits, the boots and everything. I'm liking it. So there you go. There's a full-on shot. A Black Adam right there. Yeah, there's that. And, of course, released the air cut. I thought this was funny. Zoinks, you know, referencing the thing. Uh, currently right now, Men by uh, Alex Garland, 80%. That's getting some crazy reviews, so that's cool. You can watch The Northman this Friday on demand, so that's cool, too. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the Squadcast Media. They're, they're doing scene-by-scene scene for the Batman um, Benedict Cumberbatch also saying that he's not tired yet. He's not tired. He's not tired yet from playing Dr. Strange. So he wants to continue doing that. Um, here's a, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003. Um, yeah. Remember this movie? It was actually a good remake, right guys? I mean, it was Michael Bay produced and it was like this one guy who also did a bunch of music videos that directed it. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think we should revisit it because my God, remember how hot, Jessica Biel was in this in this movie. Yes, very much so. Holy shit. But not only that, though, the movie was actually really fucking good. But man, I mean, talk about, you know, all she was was just tank top and jeans. That's all that was needed right there. But yeah, Jessica Biel still a stunner. But yeah, 
But but overall, that movie still, that was like, out of all the remakes of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that one in 2003 worked. That one actually worked. So, got all that. And then tomorrow, they'll be releasing uh, Nicotina and the Four Nerds. They'll be releasing their uh, Project Justice League that they've been teasing. So, that'll be cool. And then, of course, we have um, the writer, Michael Waldron of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. He basically has stated right here that, yes... He did ask about including Tom Cruise as Superior Iron Man. That's right. Cameos, cameos, cameos. But a lot of people were like, not enough cameos. Fuck off. That was so stupid. But here's this quote right here. He said, yeah, I was, it was totally made up. Duh. I mean, there's no cut footage of Tom Cruise. But I love Tom Cruise. And I said to Marvel Studios president, Kevin Feige, at one point, I was like, could we get Tom Cruise as Iron Man? I remember reading about that in Ain't It Cool News back in the day that Tom Cruise was going to be Iron Man. So, yes, did not happen, and it was a ridiculous rumor, and people that were disappointed that that didn't happen, stop it, please. But at one point, the writer was like, hey, Kevin, buddy, can we actually get Tom Cruise to be Superior Iron Man? Now, does that mean that it could possibly happen in the future? Time will tell. But I think if they were going to do a superior Iron Man and they were going to have some crazy like reveal in the movie, it would just have to be Robert Downey Jr., right? You know, that would be his way to like come back or whatever if he wants to come back. I don't know. But yeah, but apparently, yeah, even though it was all just fans just being fans and stupid ass rumors and people making shit up, apparently at one point, yes. The writer went to Kevin Feige and said, could we do this? Can we actually get this to happen at one point? I don't know. Yeah. So eh, I would not be surprised if in the future would not be surprised. You better believe that Kevin Feige might be like, yeah, well, if, I, if only we can get Tom Cruise in one of these movies. Right. We'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Hey, this should be rated R, too. Right. I mean, Shazam, you know, speaking of Shazam. That should be rated R, right? Oh, good Lord. Shut up. Yeah, well, this is pretty funny, too. But there you go, guys. That is the tweets. Yeah, I know. Monday Monday tweets take a while. I know. I saw Mattia. Jeez, Dave, you still haven't gotten to the... I swear to God, Mattia. Just cancel the movie already. I saw that earlier, too, man. Come on. One of these days, you're going to turn on me. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, um... Yes, we're finally getting to the topics. Monday shows, the tweets get long. But there's so much to talk about in the tweets. But yeah, let's talk about Ezra Miller. Let's talk about Ezra Miller. Um, yeah, apparently you got banned, Russ. What happened with that? What happened? What, what, what was going on? What was going on? Why did Jose ban you or, you know, temporarily suspend you from here? But now let's talk about Ezra Miller. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, with the recent stuff that's happened and we've talked about it to death. We talked about it on the vodka stream a couple of vodka streams ago. Even Chris Wong Swenson showed up to talk about his side because of the whole Hawaii thing. And the fact that Chris lives in Hawaii and there's a lot of things that kind of clarified some stuff where it didn't make Ezra look at, you know, bad, not it's still stuff looks bad, sure. But at the same time, it was kind of going because even nowadays, anytime you go like, oh, yeah, well, that that bar, that place, yeah, they're fucking bigots and they're all stuff. And then you kind of go, but are they or are we just saying that? But 
crisp shine a light on that and apparently and if, if, even if you were to go to like reviews on like uh whatchamacallit there are people that were like oh yeah the client you know the people that run this place they're fucking pieces of shit they flat out just hate anybody who's a tourist doesn't matter what what you know nationality you are or anything like that but these guys if they're if you're a tourist that's just visiting hawaii they don't want you there they don't want you there so shine some light on that which was great it was absolutely great. And thank you to Chris for doing that. So, you know, but everything's kind of settled down since. But then you got screen geeks. Screen geeks that um, decided to post something, a little rumor. And it's kind of just kind of going, what the fuck? An exclusive. I love it. Ugh. Swear to God. Swear to God. Just <laughs> really. I love it when rumors... You know, things that could possibly not be true. And these fuckers go, exclusive! Like, what? You have an exclusive 50-50 fucking information? Well, I don't get this. Like, what's happening? Really? Like, you have an exclusive that might not be true. You have an exclusive rumor. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. I hate that shit. I hate it when it's an exclusive rumor. But yes, this is what they uh, posted right here. <laughs> Exclusive, Warner Brothers considering replacing Ezra Miller as The Flash with Dylan O'Brien, which, of course, Dylan O'Brien has been rumored. Jeez, where's that exclusive that he was possibly going to be, you know, Dick Grayson, Nightwing, in Batgirl, in any other version or whatever the fuck. So, yeah, it's unclear how many actors have topped Warner Brothers' list to replace Ezra Miller as the Flash, however, one such name that a source close to the situation has informed us about Dylan O'Brien, the 30-year-old actor, is known for roles in both television and film, including the you know, TV series, blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, they bring up the fact that, you know, some people were talking about, like, the fact that, um, hey, just, re just replace Ezra with Grant Gustin, which is ridiculous, okay? The last vodka stream we had, I had Mr. Chainsaw Reacts, Jordan, like who's very much into the CW world, he talked about how that was so ridiculous. Like it would be the most ridiculous thing to replace Ezra with Grant Gustin because Grant Gustin doesn't even want to do that. Why would Grant Gustin? Grant Gustin's been doing this Flash series for what, seven, eight years now? He's about to wrap it up. He wants to move on and do other projects, indie stuff. He wants to get away from that. I mean, obviously. That put his name out there. That, of course, you know, he's been, you know, the financial, you know, reward of all that has been great. But when people were saying, like, just replace him with that, it was like, it's absolutely ridiculous. And this is absolutely ridiculous, too, because why would they do that? And first off, I mean, is there any mention in here, too? Like, what, what are they just going to replace him before or after the movie comes out? Because they're not going to replace him before. Why the fuck would they do that? They're not going to replace him before. The movie is shot. The movie is in heavy post-production. The VFX are all being done. And uh, even this guy right here, Mr. Um, Adam B. Very right here, who writes for Variety, he tweets this out right here. He says, I'm told that Warner Brothers is not considering replacing Ezra Miller on the flash miller was arrested twice in hawaii this year once uh, for blah 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 so he's saying like that i think he did he follow it up yeah he followed it up right here he said it's also worth noting that the flash finished shooting months ago and ezra miller plays multiple versions of barry allen replacing them would effectively mean reshooting the entire film and then of course he goes i deleted my last tweet because i mm, i misgendered you know i want to get canceled yeah it's okay buddy it's very 
hard to do. It's fun. And I think even Ezra is okay with it if you, you do that. But then again, I don't know. That's besides the point. But um, I'm just saying this is all ridiculous. This is all ridiculous because they're not going to replace them beforehand. Now, afterwards, that's a whole different story. After, would they actually do it? Possibly, but then at the same time, there could be some backlash when it comes to that. I mean, with the world that we're in now. And then, of course, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> replacing Ezra Miller, who is non-binary and, uh, you know, goes both ways. Replace Ezra Miller with a straight white guy. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. That would look good. Yeah, of course. That would just look fucking great. Yeah. I'm sure Warner Brothers is totally going to do that. No, I think uh, I think this. Yeah, this rumor is definitely unwarranted. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I don't know what screen geeks. I mean, who knows? They probably did hear something, but it just sounds it just doesn't sound logical at all. Um, I there's no way that they're just going to like do it even beforehand. Afterwards, yeah, they could probably do it. And uh, I don't know. It's just. It's just really ridiculous. We're not going to probably hear any of this in the actual trades or anything because it sounds like it's a little too ridiculous. And it, it would just create backlash on Warner Brothers Discovery. They don't want that. Dave Zaslav doesn't want that. None of, nobody wants that. Are we sure he's straight? That is true, Jose. We don't know. I mean, I mean, from what I tell, I mean, it seems like his. But then again, it's Hollywood. And it's like funny. I, I still find it funny. It's like, how are there still closeted people in Hollywood? I mean, it's like, just come out. Just do it. It's all good. It's fine. You know, there was always that whole thing, like who is actually secretly in the closet. And, you know, they have their beard, you know, their whole, I mean, we're looking at you, John Travolta. You know, just kind of stuff like that. Tom Cruise. It's like, just finally just come out. But there's all other things, all other aspects in it, Scientology. But, you know, it's just, you have, I just don't get the fact that, why? I mean, it's I mean, it, it's such a thing now where it's like, yeah, just if you are, if you're not fully hetero, just come out, just come out now. You don't need to hide anymore. It's not even a thing. It's like it's, you know, you get you get points for that shit. So I don't know what's going on, Andre. But yeah, it's uh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that this is even a thing now, because the whole Ezra Miller thing was it was settling down nobody was talking about it anymore and now all of a sudden it was trending today and everybody was talking about this whole thing and i think uh, poor choice i don't think it's a good i don't think it's a good choice um uh, as a replacement for ezra i, I think dylan o'brien is you know talented dude he, he could pull off something i see him as dick grayson to be honest i actually would not hate at all i think it'd be cool to be honest uh, he probably would be in a short list if I had five actors to play Dick Grayson Nightwing in the DCU or the, you know, whatever we're calling it now, I would actually like him. I don't, I don't think I want him as Flash. I want my, you know, uh, let's just get Tignataro in there. Just replace him with that. Just get Zach to come back and do what he did, and we'll just get Tignataro. She can be, uh, she could be Barry. You know, we'll just do it like that, right? I think that that would just be the case, right? You know, it's easily done. Let's just do that. You know, if you look at, you know, side by side, yeah, I think it'd be, it'd work. I think it could work, right? Right? Just kidding. <laughs> ah, cheers to that one. Huh. I mean, if they want to, if people are saying like, yeah, you know, you know, people are just saying like, oh yeah, just stop the movie or replace them, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Just bring Zach in, bring Tignataro in. Well, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. 
All right, I'm being ridiculous, I know. But yeah, let's uh, let's not believe this right now. I don't think Warner Brothers Discovery wants that kind of heat right now. I think they just want things to settle down. They want the movie to come out, and hopefully the movie does well enough for them to continue things. And, and I think after that, I think when... It's going to be interesting to see... I mean, we have a year, over a year, a little over a year before The Flash comes out. It's going to be interesting to see what happens from now and then. And hopefully Ezra can get the help, you know, just get that help. And whatever else comes out when it, when it comes to Ezra's situ- situation, I just, it's just, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But hopefully, from what I gathered, Ezra really wants people to enjoy this movie. Fans, everything. And there's a lot of pressure, of course. But, uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So, but yeah, Dylan O'Brien, he ain't going to be fucking Barry Allen. Shut the fuck up. Sorry. No, I don't think that that's going to be happening. Don't make sense. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness should have been rated R. Should have been rated R. It's, uh, it's, uh, oh my God. It was so gory. I mean, I was like, uh, I was frightened. I was like, what? I had a cover. I had a cover. Look away. Oh, shut the fuck up, pussies! I said that in my. I said that in my um, film review about how I was like, really. I mean, like when people are really actually debating this. I know Variety had their thing and everything like that. It was just. I mean, it, 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 there's been articles and everything that have been written about this. <laughs> Doctor Strange two viewers are debating whether it should have been rated R. It was rated PG-13 for intense sequences of violence and action, frightening images, and some language, as Captain America would say. See, you got all these little pussies right here. The new Doctor Strange should have been rated R. I had a, it had some very capitalized, very disturbing scenes, including body horror. I wouldn't watch it again, which is sad, because Doctor Strange is one of my favorite Marvel characters. I have spoken. Fuck you. Nate Marvel, I am completely aware that the new Doctor Strange is a big movie and you have it at PG-13, but personally, I think it would be best as R-rated because I am disturbed, mentally, I'm disturbed because of a certain scene in there, rather not say to spoil, but just info for next time. Jesus Christ, these people. Bane. Lol, this Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, is rated PG-13. Movie is almost as gory as Deadpool. Almost as gory as Deadpool. Did you watch the fucking movies? Without the comedy. Some scenes had me reaching to uh, random kids around me. What? Some scenes had me reaching to the random kids around me. Whoa there, Bane. You're reaching to kids, random kids. Somebody, uh, FBI, 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 anybody? Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know about that. Nitro says right here, it's amazing how Multiverse of Madness is more violent and disturbing than both Venom films combined, yet those get 15. Now, this is a different rating. This is, of course, the UK. Um, so then they're saying like that. It's That's really funny to me. Hmm. Okay, so he's not just, you know. But they keep saying disturbing, disturbing. 
Yeah, some people are like, what the fuck? Like, it doesn't even make... Yeah, reaching out to kids. I don't even know what the fuck that was. Uh, Meep says, I don't care what anyone says. Doctor Strange 2 is not not a PG-13 movie. God damn it. Remember when there wasn't a PG-13 and you went and saw Jaws that was PG and you literally saw people getting eaten by sharks? These people wouldn't last back then. They go into fucking Jaws. They would like literally have, they would have to see a therapist. God, I got to go to my safe space. Got to go to my safe space. It's too disturbing. What the fuck? I've disagreed with many MPAA ratings, but I think PG-13 is perfectly acceptable for Doctor Strange 2. Finally, an adult, somebody. In my opinion, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, one of the films that led to the PG-13 create, uh, being created, is more intense and violent than Doctor Strange 2. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody that has a brain. Someone with some fucking logic right here. Because Temple of Doom, yes. they. I mean, literally, that's when the PG-13 rating was created. Because that movie, Steven Spielberg said... Hey, you know, we're going to do some shit. But they found that PG-13, and I love that. I freaking love that. <sighs> okay, does nobody remember Raimi's own Drag Me to Hell? Because the nightmare-inducing Horrorfest was PG-13 and was a strong indicator of what his Doctor Strange would be like. The man already knew where the boundaries were because he'd pushed them way harder before. Another person with a brain. God damn, these MCU pussies. Ugh, the Mummy is PG-13. Insidious PG-13. The Ring is PG-13. Exorcism of Mary. Yeah, Quiet Place. The idea that Doctor Strange is just too scary for PG-13 is honestly laughable. These are the tweets. These are my people. So Jaws, Poltergeist. Yeah, these are my people right here. These are my people. On a positive note, the horror elements in Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness were top-notch, all thanks to Mr. Sam Raimi, who really pushed that PG-13 rating of the movie to its limit. Yes, those are my people right there. The first round of people, go fucking, ugh, yeah. They're the ones that are, you know, I don't know, ugh. Jesus Christ. It's just amazing. I had a smile on my face and I was like, man. And I was like going, ooh, when I watched that and I, I said it in my spoiler review, I said it in my regular review. I'm like, I was happy that Sam Raimi, he knew exactly where to take it. He went, he went to the, the boundary and even pushed the boundary a little bit, you know. But there should not be in it a debate because if you want to watch, just watch Evil Dead. Just watch that. You know, it's, I swear, it's just funny. Nowadays, when we're all trying to be like, hey, you know, let the filmmaker make his, make his thing. Let's be more expressive. Let's be more this than that. And then all of a sudden, you just get these people that just, you know, man, ugh, pussies. These are the, man, <laughs> and the fact that they're just like, oh, my God. And they're trying to, t to tag Marvel. Like, how dare you? How dare you? put this kind of violence in a Marvel movie and like, man, I mean, phase one before it got pussified by Disney. I mean, there's like a part in Captain America, the first Avenger where a dude gets totally just obliterated by a, by a plane propeller. Like just, and he just turns into a goddamn mist of blood. 
And it's like, come on. The Credible Hulk was pretty violent. I don't know if it was like, you know, it was, was it bloody? I don't know. But man, remember, I mean, remember phase one? Phase one was like, all right, let's get, let's get the violence up in here. You know, but I'm not saying that it wasn't like that with other ones too, but then it just kind of got a little cartoony and cookie cutter and whatever the fuck, you know, but Jesus Christ, people. Grow a pair. They're going to come up with a new rating just for MCU people. The MCU, there's going to be a, another rating between PG-13 and R. You know, I mean, I guess because, you know, 13 and, and what, 16, three years, it's going to be like, what, a, a PG-14, PG-15, I don't know. I just call it P-14 for pussy 14. I don't know. Jesus. All right. Sorry. Didn't mean to rant off that much, but I'm just like, Jesus. Goddamn Christ. <sighs> Martin Freeman. All right. So Martin Freeman, of course, we know him. I forgot his character in the MCU, but, you know, he showed up. Civil War showing up. He showed up in Black Panther, too. Um, but, of course, he's going to be in Black Panther uh, Wakanda forever. But he has some interesting things to say about Black Panther, um, too, because a lot of us are kind of wondering and we're kind of curious to see, like, how are they going to do this without a T'Challa? How are they going to do this without Chadwick Boseman? And uh, recently he did speak out about this and he talked about it. So here's what he had to say. It was strange, that side of it, Freeman said. On the one hand, you're making the film that you're there to make, and there are scores and scores of people on set joined in this endeavor to make the film. But there's also no question that at the heart of it, there's quite a gap now, and you felt it. With full respect to Ryan Coogler and everybody else, who's sweating and bleeding to get this thing done properly. It was fun. It was enjoyable. I was in and out of it quite quickly, I think. But I like playing Everett Ross. That's, of course, yeah, the character. He's a very fun character to play. He's nicely uh, simpatico for the story. He's a good guy. But it was odd, of course. It was odd with Chadwick Boseman not being there. There's no way around that. I think everyone would find it pretty strange and sad, but at the same time, life, life, things don't just end. It's not like, well, that's happened, so we just all have to go off and never do it again. But it was odd. When he passed, I thought, okay, well, maybe there just won't be another one. But there are still other stories to tell within the world and other great characters. I think and I hope that we've made a great film, I trust, Ryan Coogler a lot. So there you go. I like how honest he is. Like he's still going, hey, Ryan Coogler and everybody, do your thing. I mean, he was barely there, but just being barely there because his character is probably not going to be in it all that much. But he felt that, you know, it's just not, there's something missing here. There's really something missing here. And this goes back to the argument, should they have recast Chadwick Boseman after he passed? May he rest in peace. And even his brother said, yes, you should recast because Chadwick Boseman himself would want that. He would want to continue, have somebody else to continue the character of T'Challa. And but with Marvel and Disney, just like um, um, we uh, uh, we, you know, they, they get all scared because of cancel culture and backlash and all this stuff, which there would have been. But at the same time, it's like. I don't know. It's just, it's just, ah, 
I mean, it's a it's a difficult spot to be in, but at the same time, they should have just. I think they should have just recast. To be honest, I mean, I'm curious to see what they do with the other characters, and I'm sure Coogler, because I like Coogler, he's a talented filmmaker. I'm sure he's gonna bring us something pretty awesome. But at the same time, they should have just they should just recast. They should just recast. But guess we'll see. Guess we'll see. I I'm kind of curious if it's gonna actually come out this year. I think they're gonna end up delaying it. But who knows? But I just think they should have recast. All right. Then finally, let's kind of go over this uh, Avatar uh, trailer right here. Um, I know everything's uh, kind of running late here, but at the same time, ah, who cares, right? Who cares? But how we feel about this Avatar 2 trailer? I mean, I did. Uh, let's see. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, let's see. I ran a little poll right here. Ran a little poll, um, and most of you guys, you liked it. You liked it, 47%. So that's a good poll right there. All right, so most people liked it. You guys dug it. I mean, it's a very beautiful trailer. It really is a very beautiful trailer. I saw it on the big screen, the IMAX screen. I mean, obviously, just kind of breaking it down. I mean, there's nothing really to break down. It's just a lot of pretty... A lot of the characters look better. And I know some people thought that they didn't. It's like, go back and watch those movies again. The characters, everything looks better. Everything looks more crisp. Everything just looks more just tightened up. I mean, it is. It's gorgeous. Music and everything. So this right here, I like this. I like this because, I mean, obviously you got the, uh, I mean, this reminds me of a movie called Runaway with Tom Selleck and Gene Simmons from Kiss. If you guys know, you know, you know, okay? That's a deep pull right there, if you remember that 80s movie. But I like the fact that this dude right here is on like, uh, you know, he's like, I mean, James Cameron going back to Aliens, this kind of reminds me of a little bit of that, but of course, you know, they're doing this, I guess we're working, I mean, that's these are the bad guys because we all know who that is. There he is. Notice the tattoo. Notice the tattoo. Uh, that's what's his name. Drawing a blank right now. Somebody remind me what his name is. But apparently now he's going to have his own little avatar thing right here. But yeah, you can see the tattoo right there on his arm. So he's back. Kind of wondering. Kind of wondering like how he's going to be coming back. So. That shot is gorgeous. That shot is absolutely gorgeous right here. That shot is gorgeous. What was that guy's name? She green right there? Yeah, well, yeah. I know one thing. Whoever we It's also a good shot. Go. There he is. Yeah, totally him. Totally him. This family. So it's about family. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Um, yeah, no. I mean, there's like I said, there's not much to break down, but just gorgeous shots and the fact that, oh, it, what's his name is coming back, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have to see this in IMAX. I, I would love to see it in actually 3D IMAX 
to be honest. I'm not big on 3D, but I saw the first one in 3D and that it was such an experience that it's like, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely go see it in IMAX in IMAX 3D even possibly. I'm just kind of curious of like, is there going to be glasses free IMAX? What's going to be happening? What is James Cameron going to pull out of his ass to really just like, oh, that's it. That's why this is going to be better. But, but hey, I think uh, Avatar sleepy moment. Okay, so some people are not there. Some people are not there. It's fine. That's fine. There's nothing wrong. I mean, if you're not if you're not digging it, hey, that's fine. That's just, I get it. I get it at the same. But I but I'm just going James Cameron. I like the first one. I'm curious to see what happens. I just want to see what he has what he has in store for us. To be honest, so, and we shall see in December. In December. All right. All right. Let's get to the Twitter questions. See what you guys got to say. Let me uh, double check. Let's see. Make sure there's no bad things. No bad things, man. All right. Uh, we're good. We're good. Okay. So, and there's going to be some spoilers with Doctor Strange. If you don't want to be spoiled, I would say get out of the uh, get out of the stream right now. But there's going to be some spoiler questions when it comes to that. Like first off, with Mr. Carey right here. What did you think of Krasinski's Reed Richards cameo? Uh, if you watch my spoiler review, I talked all about it there, Carrie, but it's okay. Um, I, uh, I thought, cool, because he was, um, he was fan cast, essentially, and Marvel listened to the fan cast. And I think uh, somebody even said, like, uh, his, his secret name is Mr. Fan Cast Git or something like that. Fan Cast It Git. Yeah, as opposed to Mr. Fantastic, but yeah, fantastic. Yeah, um, I think that he just needed a little bit more to do. He just needed needed a little bit more to do. It wasn't strong, but it was cool, but not strong. You know, would you be fine with uh, if uh, he were the? Yeah, I would be fine with it. I don't think he should direct though. That seems like that would be a pain in the ass to direct the movie. That would be quite the pain in the ass to star in. And, and yeah, that would, that would, he would actually literally like his hair would end up turning into that gray on the sides without makeup. So Eric, Hey Dave, with all the stuff Zach's got on his production, uh, docket, when do you uh, see him being able to do horse latitudes? That's probably not, that's probably going to get pushed till after planet of the dead. I would say, imagine the reaction if he casts Johnny Depp as the protagonist, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he wants that. I don't think he wants that heat, but that would be pretty crazy. P.S. So you say Cobra Kai set in the same universe as the is a reboot? Well, yes, it is a reboot. It's not a remake. It's a reboot. They're rebooting the franchise. See, there's always been that back and forth on what exactly is a reboot. To me, it's like when your machine, when your machine like fails, you reboot it. But it's not like anything's really changed, right? So it can still be considered a reboot, in my uh, opinion. I always think like a remake is just totally starting from scratch. It's like, okay, you're remaking it. But a reboot, you just reboot the franchise. You could still technically have like the same thing. It could still be a, uh, a sequel, but you're just rebooting it to like, hey, remember this? Let's reboot this machine right here. I know it's always been back and forth on, you know, 
when it comes to reboot, remake, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I always thought the, the term reboot doesn't necessarily mean starting over from scratch. A remake is starting over from scratch. Tet, hi, Dave. Hope you're doing well. Mama Film Junkie said she hasn't seen the KFC Mother's Day video, so here it is. I don't know if I could fully play it, though, you know, um, because, you know, copyright. Oh, well, there you go, Mom. <laughs> there you go. You got a, a hunky, a hunky <laughs> Colonel Sanders, um, which means he doesn't eat his food um, on the, in the video. So there you go. So go ahead and uh, KFC Chickendales Mother's Day performance. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's hilarious. Yeah, Miss Nikki, Captain Gator Girl. I don't know why they're looking uh, at other actors when you're right there. Yeah, I could play Flash. Hey, you know, just just I'll make my hair a little darker, and uh, you know, I mean, I don't sound like Ezra, but we can yeah, pull it off right there. I'll pull it off. Kenny. Oh, Kenny deleted that. Okay. Jacob, spoiler for Doctor Strange, but Dave, did you notice Wanda didn't snap Xavier's neck? She ripped off his head. Yeah, 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 I think I did notice that. But, of course, his neck just broke in real reality. So, man, how many times are we going to see Xavier die? <laughs> how many times? How many times has he died? Three? Four? Jesus Christ. Ryan, baseball season in full swing. What's your go-to favorite film in, re in this regards? If Moneyball is on, I'm watching it. No, yeah, Moneyball is awesome. Major League, Sandlot, Rookie of the Year. So many, uh, so many baseball movies. Little Big League, yeah. But Moneyball, man, Moneyball's great. Hey, Angels in the Outfield, that's also a good one. I like that. And we got right here. Uh, apparently, uh, she's talking about Scarlet Witch, which she decided that the limitation uh, is that she's not in her body. She is in a less oiled version of her body. So it's not capable of doing as much as our universes Wanda could do <clears throat> because it's more about being using the body like a bad car or something um or not so tuned up car so i i wanted it to be easier um but it was i it was amazing to to get to have those moments i really enjoyed um yeah because there's like this whole debate like who's more powerful dr strange or scarlet witch and sam raimi even said that well scarlet witch has better power magical powers but Doctor Strange, he's studied so much on how to utilize his powers. So he has that advantage, but at the same time, she is powerful technically, but he's just a little smarter using it because she obviously, when you watch the movie, she just wants her fucking kids. So she's just like, like crazy mom, <laughs> you know, she's thinking about pure emotion. You know, Steven is more like, hey, I'm a little bit smarter. I was a doctor, you know. There's all that kind of stuff. So, Burt's, can Batman beat Wanda with some prep time? Oh, of course. Batman can always beat anybody with some prep time. Are you kidding me? Kidding me? And then there's this, uh, this right here from Moon Knight, which is cool. I like that. Uh, Mike, Soup's Kenobi, uh, would the blue bat suit ever work in live action? Yeah. Long, not not bright blue, but if you have like a, a darker blue, like a navy blue, I think that would actually work. And I and for a bit there, I remember when 
before we knew the colors of Ben Affleck's bat suit, some of us were suspecting that maybe it was going to be a dark blue. And there were some indications that possibly that was going to be the case, but it would work. Just make it dark blue. Just don't make it like bright, you know, fucking crazy, you know, sky blue or something like that. And then the Snyder cult. Is this the doctor? Is it? That's not these guys. Um, hello, Dave and friends. I just wanted to say I hope all is well. If anyone cares or is interested, I am posting a video tonight on the 427 reports my page received. 427 reports my page received in less than eight hours that caused me weeks of grief. It's a fun story. Cheers to all. Enjoying your show as always. So is this... This is the, uh, this is those guys, right? The, uh, the cults that apparently I'm one of the four pillars of the cult. They got 427 reports. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't know it got that serious. Why are people taking it so seriously? Why are people taking it so seriously? I mean, I get it. I mean, I get like, you know, the, 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 three and a half years it took to to try to get the Snyder cut out. You know, we all made friends. We all kind of did our thing and it was a lot of things that we kind of, we came together and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like, all right, now we, we got that victory. We got that W. Okay. And now Zach is making things on Netflix. Ray Fisher is joining him. Everybody is making their shit and everything like that. And yes, we want the restoration of the Snyderverse, but it, you know, it's going to be a little bit more difficult than getting the Snyder cut out for sure. And now we have, this person or persons, I don't know how many people are running that that whole YouTube channel making the videos that are kind of taking the fact that people call it now a cult because of all the dogpiling and the things that happen with a certain section of the fandom. Now they're just kind of going leaning into it and then their whole thing is to cancel the toxicity and do all this kind of stuff. And now they're being reported like crazy. Their channels are being reported and everything because... They're taking it just a little too seriously. I'm sorry. Just a little bit too seriously. They shouldn't be taking it a little too, yeah. They can't handle that I'm the pillar, that I'm one of the pillars. Chris Wong Swenson, too. I wonder who's the other two. Please let one of them be Garza. <laughs> no, I think one of the other ones will probably be like, what, maybe Meg or one of the TPZ guys. I don't know, somebody like that. I don't know. It's just It's just gotten ridiculous to the point. It's like, you just got to laugh at that kind of stuff. I laughed at it, you know, when I, when they, when I saw the videos. It's ridiculous, but that's what they're going for. That's what they're going for. It shouldn't take it. You shouldn't take it seriously like this. It's just, it's just whatever. It's just whatever. I mean, the, if you don't want to be called a cult, don't act like one. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's like, sometimes, yeah. Even me, I've been like brought into things because I've stirred the pot, and it's just kind of all of a sudden they all just come swarming in, and it's just like, uh, you know, that has happened. Remember, remember that one time when I, when I, when, when the tweet, somebody asked the tweet, uh, what's your most controversial take when it comes to the Snyderverse? And I said, I would be okay if the sequels were in comic book form or graphic novel form. Holy shit, man. Quote tweets. Oh, like crazy. The dog pile happened and it basically just proved the point of the tweet because they were asking for controversial takes on the Snyderverse and that was a controversial take and they proved it right it's like what are you doing stop it 
please, okay? Appreciate the win that we got, but I but what I keep on saying time and time again, I'm like, the further we get away from the releasing of the Snyder Cut, the more some of these guys are just going to keep on getting more and more and more and more ridiculous. It's That's just the way it is, you know? So let's not be like that. Let's not be like that, okay? But I still am appreciative of being one of the pillars of the Snyder verse. Uh, and I love, and I do laugh that that pisses off those those guys. I mean, anything pisses them off. God, can you imagine being that? You know, with all the triggers and everything like that, it's just ridiculous. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Friday, Monday show, always a long show, and you gotta love it. Um, smash that like thumbs up before you leave make sure you subscribe to the channel do all that stuff and um, look forward to you know if you didn't catch the show you can uh, replay it I'll have it chaptered out I'll be of course doing the film junkie shots uh, hit that notification bell make sure you, um, you know when I'm doing all that stuff I'll be posting I'm going to try to post more on the social media and everything like that so do all that got some things that I'm thinking about also that I'll be posting and uh, yeah Got all the, the sock meds, all that, the links down there. The Patreon, if you want to support the Patreon. I know I haven't done my Patreon Thursday audio. I definitely will be doing it this week. It's just been crazy lately. So look forward to that and then any other stuff. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Love you. See you tomorrow. Same junkie time. Same junkie channel. Talk to you later.